my Lanta. Oh, my Lanta. Tanner Fuller Gibbler fans, Angela Bowen here, the host of Oh My Lanta, Holy Chalupas, hey Glenn, <laughs> an unofficial Full House, Fuller House podcast. Yes, today I am bringing you a special episode for April 6th, one of the Full House, Fuller House cast members, Candace Cameron Bure is celebrating a birthday, and I decided to cover an episode of Fuller House, Season 5, Episode 7, DJ's Amazing 40th Birthday Race, <laughs> which aired December 6th, 2019. And this episode's also kind of special since I'm turning 40 this year, but not until August. So, alright, let's talk about what happens in this episode after Steve tells DJ that he has signed her up for a DJ's Amazing Race birthday edition. Steph and Kimmy think he's about to propose to her. And, side plot, Jackson and Max try to teach five-year-old Tommy how to be a guy with dire consequences. Alright, this episode's got a 7.9 out of 10 based on 197 ratings. Do we have any... Okay, looks like we get the... G is gonna come in here. Oh, wonderful. We have Kimberly Drummond as Janet, DJ's veterinary assistant receptionist. And someone, Zachary Blair Spikeman as someone named Chump. Or maybe it's just a character. Alright, this episode was directed by Mark Sandrowski, writers Jeff Franklin, David A. Arnold, Nick. Facitelli and Will Griffin were the writers on this episode. All right, we do have some trivia. Kimmy says the prom photo of Steve and DJ was a surprise. That photo was from Steve's prom, which wasn't a surprise. The surprise was when Steve showed up to take DJ to her prom, the season eight series finale episode of Full House. Yes, when, okay, so it says when her hair was really short and she wore a gold dress. Yes, I remember. Okay. In Season 3, Episode 17, Fuller's in a Fog, Danny comments on how his little girl looks great. And she replies, you realize I'm 40 with three kids. DJ must have been rounding up as she turns 40 in this episode. This, along with her, with her 39th birthday back in Season 2. That's right, for the New Kids on the Block episode. Okay, so shows that the seasons don't represent years, even though it is mentioned repeatedly this season that Kimmy and Stephanie have lived with DJ for five years. Warning spoilers, at the time of this episode, Candace was already 43 years old. Well, all right, and there are no user reviews at all, so. 
Alright, so of course before we officially get into the episode, I want to welcome the Tanner newbies, those that are just jumping on the Tanner train, aka the podcast for the first time. I want to say welcome, welcome, and I want to tell you little things about the podcast that make it a little different from other Full House slash Fuller House podcasts out there on iTunes. So, one of the first things is, is this is a family-friendly, ears-of-all-ages, Full House slash Fuller House podcast. That means that you can listen to it on speaker without being embarrassed about having to turn the volume down, if I'm dropping an F-bomb, which I'm not doing. Also, another thing about that, you know, and you can also listen to my podcast in the car with your kids. You can listen to it with your kids around, no... And don't have to worry about, you know, bad language or any of that stuff. Another thing is, I don't go episode by episode, season by season. I want to just kind of set myself apart and do episodes in series based on either characters or themes. I just finished Danny's career ladder journey for March. And now that it's April, I'm going to be finally covering, for the podcast's three-year anniversary, the serious episodes. So that means I've already covered Just Say No Way from Season 3 of Full House. Next week, or actually, no, this Friday, I will be covering Season 4's episode of Full House, Shape Up, where DJ kind of develops a little bit of an eating disorder. And after that, it's going to be Season 6, Silence is Not Golden, Season 8's Stephanie's Wild Ride, and Season 8's Under the Influence. So yes, five episodes. And conveniently enough, for April, there are five Fridays in this month. So yeah, worked out, worked out. So Also, if you are looking for a way to support the podcast, I don't do Patreon, I don't ask for money. I only ask for a minute of your time, second of your time, if you could just jump on iTunes and leave a review. Just type in Full House Podcast or Fuller House Podcast, the Oh My Lanta Holy Chalupas Podcast will pop up. Just leave, you know, leave a review if you want to use emojis, have me guess an episode title based on emojis for either Full House or Fuller House, you can do that. I would love to get a review for in honor of the podcast for your anniversary, if you'd like. So, yeah. Have at it. Have fun. Use those emojis. Try to test my full house knowledge. If you think you can try to stump me with a question on full house, go for it. Now, full heart, fuller house is going to be a little trickier. Because, I mean, I haven't watched the episodes repeatedly as I have with Full House since I grew up watching Full House and on television and reruns and all that stuff. So, and also for the podcast. So, alright. Also, another thing. If you'd like to email the podcast and talk about your Full House and Fuller House memories, if you want to get your voice heard on the podcast, send an email to omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com. Also, the podcast does have a Facebook page. So if you go to Facebook, search Full House Podcast or Fuller House Podcast, the All My Land of Holy Chalupas Podcast will pop up. Like it, follow it. That way you know what series of episodes I'm working on for which month. Because it changes every single month. I'm doing a new series of usually 
three to four episodes. Sometimes I do two episodes in a month as a double feature. So it always changes. And, you know, sometimes they're not, all, the episodes aren't 100%, you know, set in stone. Sometimes I will change it up like, oh, unfortunately this month they're going to have to switch things out. It happens. Life happens. That's how it goes. So, all right, without further ado, let's wish Candace Cameron Bray a happy birthday. And I'm going to jump into Season 5 of Fuller House's DJ's Amazing Birthday Race. All right. All right, so we come out of the intro. We're in the kitchen. Kimmy comes in the back door. Stephanie's at, at the kitchen counter. And asking Kimmy, like, where have you been? It's DJ's 40th birthday. And, of course, Kimmy's been stocking up. So she's got two bottles of wine. She's got two different flavors of Ben and Jerry's. You know, a second one in case DJ doesn't like the first flavor. Oh, and tissues, of course. Although Stephanie sees right through this. Because she's like, oh, so you use DJ as an excuse to buy yourself two kinds of ice cream. Uh, I love Stephanie's shirt, how it says need. It says need coffee. It's like a gray shirt with like off-white block lettering. This says need coffee. <laughs> and Kimmy says, yeah, and wine for you. <laughs> and Stephanie says, eh, you don't need an excuse for that. And Kimmy says, hey, look, it's her 40th, okay? There's no telling how sad and depressed she's going to be. DJ walks through the door from the living room into the kitchen and she looks like the happiest person on earth she's so excited like hey everyone i'm 40 and she's doing a little happy dance and kimmy says sweet cheese she's worse than i thought oh wait hold on a second i'm trying to remember now is dj older than kimmy by maybe a week or two i'm not sure God, i mean i know that there's you know, Kimmy has a 16th birthday party because DJ throws her one and it goes horribly. But I'm just trying to think if DJ turns, turns 16 before Kimmy did. I don't know. And apparently DJ's been up since 5 and she took back-to-back -to -back spin classes. And she says she even finished Tommy's birthday card to to herself. She says, I even spelled it birthday like he does. <laughs> and Stephanie says, aren't you like even a little sad though? I mean, I was really looking forward to some morning wine. And DJ is not sad at all. No tears coming out of those eyes. She says, no, life is great. The vet clinic is booming with business. Yeah, and DJ goes to sit down at the kitchen table. She says, my family is healthy. And Kimmy says, you want to marry Steve? And apparently, DJ admitted it to Matt in the mayor's office. Okay, oh, the mayor's bird. That's right, I haven't covered that episode for the podcast yet. Yeah, but he says, no takesies, backsies. And DJ confirms it. She says, now I know that Steve is the person I want to spend the rest of my life with. So, Kimmy gives DJ some wine and says, Happy 40th, DJ. Oh, I hope I look this great when I'm 40. And DJ looks at her and says, We're the same age. And Kimmy says, Not according to Facebook. <laughs> oh, Kimmy. Where have you been? Where have you been? 
it's DJ's 40th birthday. I was prepping. Okay, I've got tissues, a bottle of wine, her favorite ice cream, another bottle of wine, and more ice cream in case she doesn't like the first ice cream. So basically, you use DJ as an excuse to buy yourself two kinds of ice cream. And wine for you. Well, you don't need an excuse for that. Look, it's her 40th. There is no telling how sad and depressed she's going to be. Hey, everyone, I'm 40! Sweet cheese, she's worse than I thought. What? I'm fine. In fact, I have been up since 5 a.m. I took back-to-back -to -back spin classes, and I finished Tommy's birthday card to me. I even spelled it birthday like he does. Aren't you, like, a little sad, though? He's really looking forward to some morning wine. induced conversation to get clarity on who your true love is. <laughs> Happy 40th, Deej. Oh, I hope I look this great when I'm 40. <laughs> We're the same age. Not according to Facebook. So Steve comes in and he says that he's carrying a bouquet of white flowers. He says, I have a delivery for the most beautiful girl in the world. Kimmy goes up to him and says, why, thank you, Steve, but you should definitely give those to DJ. <laughs> okay, oh, they're gardenias. Okay. According to D DJ, they're gardenias. I wouldn't know. I'm not a flower person. So, Steve says, oh, speaking of favorites, you know how The Amazing Race is like your favorite show? And, of course, DJ says, well, aside from a million dollar listing, <laughs> which apparently is a show. So, yeah, Steve signed her up for DJ's Amazing Race birthday edition. It's going to be the guys versus the girls. So, it's going to be, what, Steve, Matt, and... Jimmy, and probably most likely against, um, DJ Kimmy and Stephanie. He even got shirts made. That is so cool. DJ says, a competition and an outfit? You know me so well. And she hugs him. And apparently the shirt is the breathable cotton that DJ is so in love. Oh, I love this so much. So, Steve also lets her know, like, oh, yeah, that's pure Pima, so P-E-M-A, I don't know what that is, organic, locally sourced, hand-picked in small batches. And Stephanie says, is getting through this boring conversation about co cotton the first challenge? So, Steve tells them the race begins and ends at the house, and if you make it to the end, and Kimmy cuts him off and says, well, why wouldn't we make it to the end? Like, what's going to happen? Yeah, she's like, are there alligators? Why would you do this to us? I, I To be honest, I've never seen any of that show, Amazing Race. I've never seen it at all. all I, 
Wait, it's like like a a group of people that are split into teams, right? And they're like sent like all over the world to compete in competitions or challenges or something to that effect. And then whoever gets back to wherever I don't know, they win a prize or something. I don't know. Is that right? That's right. Something like that, right? So, Steve assures Kimmy, like, relax, there's no alligators, but however, if you make it to the end, there's going to be a surprise for you that's going to make you love me forever. Like, oh, Steve, you don't got to worry about that. She already does. She already loves, she'll love you forever and ever and ever. Ever. So, yeah, he's like, hey, I'm going to go tell the guys that the race is on, and also don't tell them that their shirts are 10% polyester and a little flammable. Esther in the Race is your favorite show? Still million dollar listing, but sure. Good enough because today it is girls versus guys in DJ's Amazing Race Birthday Edition. A competition and an outfit? You know me so well. Oh, and it's the breathable cotton I like so much. Oh, yeah, that's pure Pima, organic, locally sourced, hand picked in small batches. Is getting through this boring conversation about cotton the first challenge? Okay, so the race will begin and end here at the house, and if you make it to the end... Why wouldn't we make it to the end? Are there alligators? Why would you do this to us? Relax, okay? There's no alligators. But, uh, but if you make it to the end, I have a surprise for you that's going to make you love me forever. Okay, I'm going to go let the guys know the race is on. Don't tell them that their shirts are like 10% polyester and the little flammable. So, of course, as soon as Steve leaves, Kimmy and Stephanie are like, hey, wait, Kimmy, did you pick up on that, what Steve said? And DJ's like, pick up on what? And at the same time, Kimmy and Stephanie say, Steve is gonna propose! Like, ah, mm, I don't know. I mean... A birthday race and proposing, like, if you win, or at the end, like, there's a big surprise. Like, mm, ah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't think, I mean, yes, I've seen it, no, he does not, spoiler, spoiler alert, but, uh, no, it just, it just, that thing would be too convenient, that would be two big surprises in one day, I don't know. Plus, Proposing is a big, big deal. And even DJ's like, what? No, what gave you that idea? It's like, no, mm, no. Two big things surprise them. That's, mm, that's, no. Because if you think about it, the proposal would kind of be still in the thunder of the birthday race. And you can kind of keep two, I mean, two separate. Yeah, a surprise at the end of the race that's going to make you love him forever. And like, uh, I, and even if I had, like, I, now that I kind of think about it, like, when I first saw this, I hadn't seen the ending. I kind of thought, well, maybe there could be truth to what they're saying. But now that I have seen it and, you know, he doesn't, 
It's like, yeah, I can understand why. No, because that's a big, big thing, you know, proposing and how they do that with the elaborate, you know, uh, dance and all that and everything. It's just, you know, if he proposes, he's going to want to, you know, her, her family there, you know, her dad and Uncle Jesse and Joey and whatnot and everything, the kids. It's a big, momentous event. So, and yeah, even DJ says, no, he's not going to do that. It's too soon. You know, we're fine. We're, we, we are great. It's, yeah, I mean, I get it where she said, you know, it's too soon. Like, they just recently kind of started, you know, date. Wait, maybe it was in season four they kind of sorted. And, and now they're kind of trying to get in the feel of their, you know, relationship and all that stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I can definitely see where she's thinking it definitely would be too soon for proposing. Proposing. And then she says, <laughs> I'm 40. And then she does a, a high kick and then she gets a cramp. Like, yeah. Even if you exercise and take spin classes and stuff, it's like your joints aren't going to be the same as like when you were 20 and 30. Did you pick up on that, Kimmy? I am way ahead of you, Steph. Pick up on what? Steve is going to propose! <laughs> No, what gave you that idea? Come on, a surprise at the end of the race that's going to make you love him forever? What else could it be? Chris, he's not proposing. It's too soon. And Steve and I are fine. I'm fine. And most of all, I'm 40! Oh, great. All right, so we are in the living room. We got Fernando and Matt and Jimmy representing the red team, basically the guys against the girls. And Fernando names himself captain. And Matt just kind of looks at him like, well, why do you get to be captain? <laughs> oh, my goodness, Fernando, you crazy guy. And... Steve does specify, it's like, it will take unprecedented teamwork to win this race. Like, you all have to work together. That's right. That's right. As DJ says, us ladies have been a team forever. Us ladies have been a team forever. Oh, yeah, well, pretty much. So... <laughs> Of course, Stephanie's already with the trash talk saying, oh, you guys are getting a serious butt kicking. And Jimmy says, in your dreams, adorable, sweet mother of my child. <laughs> yeah, and Stephanie even tells Jimmy, she's like, honey, you need to work on your trash talk. All right, so Steve's got the envelopes for each team. And as soon as they open them, the race begins. And... <laughs> Matt says, oh, DJ, I hate to ruin your birthday, but I am an amazing racist. And uh, it's like, uh, wrong choice of words there, Matt. Yeah. Even, because the, the ladies are all like, what? And Matt realizes, like, oh, that didn't come out right. Like, no, it really didn't. So they take the envelopes and go to run out the door and sees like, uh, guys, and DJ runs in with the ladies behind her. It's like, oh, it says it starts in the kitchen. Like, yeah. Welcome to DJ's amazing 40th birthday race! <laughs> As the captain of this team, I will lead us to victory. 
one of my duties as captain. <laughs> it will take unprecedented teamwork to win this race. Well, us ladies have been a team forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you boys are in for a major butt-kicking. In your dreams, you sweet, adorable mother of my child. <laughs> Honey, you, you need to work on your trash talk. Okay, inside these envelopes are your first clues. On my signal, open them and let the race begin. Oh, Deej, I hate to ruin your birthday, but we are going to win because I'm an amazing racist. Uh, boy, yeah. Oh, that didn't come out right. No, it didn't. Okay, let's start. DJ's amazing 40th birthday race! Oh, uh, guys. What? It does start in the kitchen. What's your So the three ladies run into the kitchen, and Ramona says, You ladies need to get a clue. And Kimmy says, Ramona, that is no way to speak to your elders. And DJ is super elderly now. I'm like, oh, come on. Really? She's 40. <laughs> God. Oh, Kimmy. Even DJ gives her a look like, are you serious? And Ramona clarifies, no, I, I meant the clues in the box here. So, yeah, the first clue, it's simple. You have to create a team name. And, yeah, simple, easy. They just go with the She-Wolf pack, and then they do the She-Wolf howl. So, the girls get ready to run out the back door, and Ramona's like, uh, before you guys run out again, you might want to read the back. So, apparently, the next thing on there, it's called Here Comes the Ride. And Stephanie, again, going with this, this could not be more obvious that Steve is proposing. Like, ah, come on now. I think you're fishing here. You're really, mm. And Kimmy says, well, he could have called it, here comes the proposal. And DJ even is invited. Like, guys, it's just the name of the next challenge. Oh, my God. So apparently they got to ride a tandem bike to the place where DJ's the boss. The pet clinic, hello! But, of course, Kimmy's like, well, could it be this house? I mean, DJ's pretty bossy around here. Like, oh, come on. Okay, Steph, come on. She, Steph's like, oh, well, maybe it's the park. You know how she loves telling people to move along? No, it's the vet clinic. Have you ever seen... Yes, Stephanie and Kimmy are getting into... Have you ever seen DJ at the supermarket? And DJ's like, come on, if it's ten items or less, you should have done the math ahead of time. So it's like, oh, ladies, this isn't, we're not doing this. We're focusing on the race, or we should be. Ramona finally cuts him, ladies, it's the vet clinic, just go already. Oh, yeah, apparently these guys are going to get into an argument about the team name. Well, even the fact that Ramona says, you are the second team to arrive, and they start celebrating. And she says, yeah. You're the second team of two to <laughs> Oh, my goodness, these guys. Of course, Fernando wants to call it Team Fernando or Fernando. And Matt's like, no, 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 that's not going to work. How about the dudes? <laughs> oh, Fernando said, we're also not going to be the Broham or boys with the Z. And Jimmy, of course, mentions, hey, guys, you think that maybe I might have wanted to choose the team name? And Fernando's like, okay, what do you got? 
And Jimmy says, oh, I'm fine with either of those. <laughs> of course you are, Jimmy. And Ramona's had enough, like, dudes, it's the vet clinic. Oh, my gosh. She pretty much tells them, like, you're, you're the dudes. Just call yourselves that. receptionist is there and she says happy birthday dr fuller you don't look a day over 42 <laughs> i believe what she's just turned 40 and dj says well i'm 40 and janet says really i thought you were 48 i was just being polite <laughs> wow says welcome to your amazing race 40th birthday challenge for which i am receiving no compensation <laughs> Says, oh, that's terrible. You should tell your boss. I'm thinking you are her boss. All right, you got to put these five chronological, these five pictures of DJ in chronological order. All right. Sounds like a fun challenge and doesn't sound that hard. And DJ says, oh, nobody knows me better than me. And then Kimmy's like, oh, step aside, sister. No one knows you better than your best friend. So, let's see. Yes, we got 70s, 80s, 90s, zeros, and tens. Which, zeros referring to the odds. And she got it. And Janice says, oh, it's nice to see that Dr. Fuller's style has changed over time. And DJ says, oh, thanks, Janet. It has gotten better. Yeah, I don't think that's what Janet was referring to. No, okay, yeah, I get it now with um <clears throat> the the goof where Stephanie is saying, Look, the picture of you and Steve at prom, that was a surprise. Like 
No, that was Steve's prom because that is from season six. When DJ went to Steve's prom and his ex Rachel was there and it was a whole thing. She's referring to DJ's senior prom where Steve showed up. And it's actually funny because the actor who plays Steve, Scott Winder, nobody knew. It was like a full surprise for everybody. And Candace had no idea until, you know, her character, DJ, opened the door and he's just there. So it was... Her reaction is full-on, like, realistic there. So, you know, they're, like, saying, yeah, just like tonight, Steve is going to surprise you with a proposal. I just, I don't, yeah, you know, I've seen this before, and there's just, no, he's not going to do that. And DJ is just like, ladies, let it go, please. This isn't happening. Yeah, and she she even says, like, even if there was going to be a proposal, which there is not, you're ruining it by talking about it, so stop talking about it. All right, looks like the guys have shown up, and they're carrying the tandem bike. They weren't riding it. I don't think that counts. So, yeah. <laughs> Kenny, Fernando's with the team Fernando, and I like how Stephanie comes in and says, well, you should have called yourselves Team Fernand don't because you don't have a chance of winning this race. I would have been moving my butt out of the vet office to go on to the next challenge. Like, as soon as you see them, this, like, you got the challenge, boom, you're out the door, on to the next one. Because you are, and, and the thing that's funny, I mean, we got Fernando, Jimmy, and Matt. And they're going to have that same exact challenge, and I don't think they're going to get it right. I can't remember if we see them with the challenge or not. They again, failing at trash talking. <laughs> you calls her a super cute girl who's really good at puzzles. Like, I'm trying to trash talk, honey, but I just love you so much. And they kiss. Ah, Jimmy, such a sweetie. So... Wait a minute, no! She, Janet's giving them the next clue, but it's like the the guy's team is right there hearing it. Oh, no, wait a minute, no, she just sends them the envelope with the clue in it. Okay, okay, I get it. I gotta get back on the bike. This clue says you gotta get back on the bike to where your father's brother cuts the cheese. Danny had a brother? The cheese. Oh, I'm thinking Uncle Mon- Uncle- Oh, Uncle Monty's! Yeah, and Stephanie's- That's confusing. Dad cuts the cheese everywhere. And Ste uh, DJ tells Stephanie, yeah, but Dad doesn't have a brother. So Kimmy's like, quick, drop some marbles so the guys won't follow us. And of course, Stephanie says, what if they follow the marbles? Kimmy's like, ah, they thought of everything. And they run out the door. Of course not. Oh, that's terrible. You should tell your boss. Yeah. Okay, what's our challenge? You asked to put these five pitches of DJ in chronological order. Oh, well, that's easy. Nobody knows me better than me. 
except your best friend. Step aside, sisters. <laughs> you know, I've seen her do this with my mug shots. yourselves team Fernandote because you don't have a chance of winning this race. Ooh, okay, well maybe you should call yourself a really cute girl who's super good at puzzles and this is my favorite person in the whole world. I'm trying to trash talk, honey. I just love you so I know, much. I love you too. <laughs> Here's your next clue, lady. Ooh. Gentlemen. Get back on your bike and pedal to the place where your father's brother cuts the cheese. <laughs> Well, that's confusing. Dad cuts the cheese everywhere. <laughs> yeah, but Dad doesn't have a brother. Wait, I know where to go. Drop some marbles so the guys can't follow us. Wait, 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 wait. What if they follow the marbles? Darn it, they thought of everything. Guys, apparently I accidentally skipped over the whole thing with Jackson, Max, Tommy, and Ramona and the gum thing. So, going back. So yeah, we're in Jackson and Max's room, and Jackson and Max are teaching Tommy how to blow a bubble with gum. So Ramona comes up and asks the guys, like, hey, what are you doing? Steve wants us to get ready for your mom's big surprise. And Jackson says, hold on, we're teaching Tommy important life skills. Max says, we're teaching him how to blow his first bubble. I remember trying to learn how to blow a bubble with gum, and I could never really, well, it took me a while to get it right to a point where I was taking the gum after I chewed it and putting it right outside my mouth and then blowing a bubble that way, which eventually I learned how to blow a bubble. And Ramona says, you, what? You, you can't give Tommy gum. He's way too young. Um, if Tommy's five, I don't necessarily think, wasn't, I don't know how old Michelle was when she was chewing gum, but even still, it's like, uh, I don't know, five does not sound too young. Two years old, I would not be giving a two-year-old chewing gum. And Jackson says, it's not like we're teaching him how to smoke. <laughs> and Jackson says, on TV, I saw a toddler... Who smokes? He says he, on the news he saw a toddler in Thailand who smokes three packs a day and has his own militia. And Max just raises an eyebrow at Jackson and says, 
I find that hard to believe. But Max clarifies, I mean the fact that you actually watch the news. <laughs> Max, oh my goodness, I love this kid. He's adorable. I don't know who Lester Holt is, but Ramona says, yes, Max, we all know you have Lester Holt bedsheets. And Max says, I have the whole Meet the Press collection. He's got some guy's face on his on his pillowcase. Ramona says, you are all nuts. But Tommy, come on, I still need, I need you to spit out the gum, man. Come on, buddy. Tommy spits out the gum as he turns his head, and of course, Max, the back of Max's head is facing us. And the gum winds up in Max's hair, just like a few inches above his ear. The look of shock and horror on Ramona's face as she stands up, and Jackson does as well, like, oh boy. And Max says, what are you guys looking at? And Ramona says, uh, nothing. And Jackson is like, nothing? Can't you see that big wad of gum in his hair? I love how Max is talking around a big wad of gum in his mouth. Because he touches his, his, the side of his head and he's pulling, like, the gum away. He's like, I can't have gum in my hair. Uh, Meaning of mom's big surprise. Birthday party, it's gonna ruin her birthday surprise. Max says, and I'm her favorite child. I'm her favorite child. Ramona, I love the lines they give these kids. She says, You make it very hard to want to help you. What are you doing? Steve wants us to start getting ready for your mom's big surprise. Hold on. We're teaching Tommy important life skills. We're teaching Matt to his first bubble. <laughs> what? You can't give Tommy gum. He's way too young. It's not like we're teaching him how to smoke. <laughs> on the news, I saw a toddler in Thailand who smokes three packs a day and has his own militia. I find that hard to believe. I mean, the fact that you actually watch the news. Yes, Max, we all know you have Lester Holt bedsheets. I have the whole Meet the Press collection. You are all nuts. But, Tommy, I still need you to spit out the gum. Ew! kitchen Ramona has Max kind of laying his head inside a bowl of ice and she says all right it's been five minutes the gum should be frozen by now Max lifts his head out of the bowl and says my skull is numb he's still but the fact that his hair is just like <laughs> oh and that gum is still there they're thinking they'll be able to pull it out like I don't know Max turns to Jackson and says, oh, this must be how you feel all the time. And Jackson says, you're right. It does make it hard to want to help him. 
Well, Ramona reaches over and tries to pull the gum out of Max's hair. He's like, ah, oh, this isn't working. What else you got? And Ramona says, oh, I read somewhere that you can cover the gum with peanut butter. And scrub it out using an old toothbrush. And Jackson's got his phone out. He's like, oh, well, here it says to use baking soda. What in the world? So now he's got peanut butter and baking soda on the side of his head. Oh, my gosh. Poor guy. And Ramona, who's holding an old toothbrush, says, oh, neither of them worked. Not even at the same time. The thing is, though, I mean, Max's hair is short. You could have easily just ran him up to the shower, ran it, you know, under the faucet, used, like, a thick, like, wide-tooth, like, comb, and try to, like, get it out that way. Honest, to be honest, I mean, that was a really, it's almost like he had at least two or three pieces of, like, hubba-bubba gum in his mouth. So, Jackson is still looking up methods on how to take care of this. He says, do either of you have access to a porcupine uh, carcass? Ew, no. And Max puts his hands up like, no, you are not putting roadkill in my hair. Come Steve. Like, all right, guys, we got to get ready for your mom's birthday surprise. He takes a look at Max's hair and just a side pitch. What? Five minutes. The gum should be frozen by now. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he's got bad <laughs> This must be how you feel all the time. <laughs> You're right. He does make it hard to want to help him. Let's see. Ow! Sorry. Okay, this is not working. What else you got? Um. Oh, I read somewhere that you can cover the gum with peanut butter and scrub it out using an old toothbrush. Well, right here it says to use baking soda. Oh, gross! Neither of them worked. Not even at the same time. Do either of you have access to a, a porcupine carcass? <laughs> no, you are not putting roadkill in my hair. Okay, you guys, we gotta get ready for your mom's birthday surprise. What? <laughs> So the ladies arrive at Uncle Monty's and they're realizing, like, oh, your bro, your, <laughs> your father's brother's your uncle. Yeah, and the place where you cut the cheese is a sandwich shop. It's like, yeah, exactly. And it looks like they got, like, bread on a plate, like, stacked, and then they have meat on a plate, and then they have salad. Or not salad, I'm sorry, like little bits of lettuce. Like, I'm guessing maybe you'll have to make a sandwich. Yeah, it turns out, okay, it's Uncle Monte's. And Stephanie's like, Kimmy, how did you figure this out? And Kimmy says, I, I didn't. I was just hungry and wanted a sandwich. Oh, okay. Mm. Gia is here to give the next clue or the challenge for this Challenging Uncle Monty's sub shop. Yes, DJ's like, huh, hi, Gia. 
And Gia says, happy birthday. And DJ says, it was. <laughs> oh, God. oh, these two don't like each other. And the thing is, they never had any. I'm certain they did not have any real scenes together on Full House. The only time they even, I don't even think they even exchanged words in Stephanie's Wild Ride, which we'll get to in April, towards the end of April. Because all I remember Gia saying, hey, Steph, I thought you said your sister was cool. But I don't think she directly speaks. Neither DJ or Gia speak to each other in that episode at all. Okay, it's the final challenge of DJ's amazing death race. Wait, what? <laughs> and, and DJ Crash, like, that's not what it is. It's my 40th birthday. And Gia says, tell me the difference. Ouch! Alright, so they have to build a sandwich at least one feet, feet high using meat and lettuce alone. Oh, yeah! Okay, so Stephanie's like, hey, did you hear that? What's Steve's favorite joke? And DJ says, a honeymoon salad, lettuce alone. Oh, oh yeah, that's kind of corny. And they're still on the whole proposal kit. Kimmy and Stephanie are like, oh, you can't have a honeymoon without a proposal. Uh, yeah, they're re they're reaching too much into this. They really, really are. And Kimmy says, you can't have a salad without dressing in croutons and a sprinkling of feta cheese. I don't think I've ever had feta cheese. And, and DJ's finally kind of biting at this, like, oh, I think you might be right. All the clues are adding up. She's going to be very disappointed if, I mean, because they're keep building up her, uh, her, they're making her too, like, buy into this a little too much to the point where you're going to get worked up and you're going to be disappointed because you're expecting one thing that turns out to be something else. And Gia says, I agree. Steve needs a new joke book. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, okay, let's get back to the house. And of course, we'll get... No, first we have to make the sandwich to win the competition. She says, first we got to make the sandwich to win the competition, and then he can propose. Priorities, people. Man, the guys are there. Oh, see, you guys wasted too much time talking. Fernando says, Team Fernando has arrived. And Kimmy says, look who's late to the party. Of course, you know, since Gia and Matt are married, she's calling him Big Thumper, and he's calling her Little Bunny, and it's just like, ew. Stephanie's like, hey, lunch at the in the back of my throat. So Jimmy's like, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Thumper, uh, big and little, can you tell us what the la the challenge is so we can get on that so we don't get farther behind? And of course, Gia says you gotta build a one foot sandwich with meat and lettuce alone. <laughs> of course, Jimmy's like, oh yeah, the honeymoon salad joke. <laughs> Oh, uh, yeah, of course, like, all right, we win. We get the, you know, they got the bread on top and everything. And Gia's like, oh, not so fast. You must now deliver the sandwich to Steve, and it must be fully intact. Oh, boy. Oh, that sounds hard. Twelve inches tall, fully intact. All right. Oh, boy. Gia so says, yeah, let's get this home because we have no dinner at the house. And Kimmy says, out of our way, jumps. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie's like, who are you even talking to? There's no one in our way. 
happy birthday. Well, it was. <laughs> Welcome to your final challenge of DJ's amazing death race. That's not what it is. It's my 40th birthday. Tell me the difference. All right, ladies, for your final challenge, you have to build a sandwich at least one foot high using meat and less alone. Did you hear that? Hear what? What is Steve's favorite joke? What's in a honeymoon salad? Lettuce alone. <laughs> you can't have a honeymoon without a proposal. You can't have a salad without dressing, croutons, and a sprinkling of feta cheese. <laughs> a honeymoon? <gasps> All the clues are adding up. I think you might be right. I agree. Steve needs a new joke book. <laughs> okay, let's get back to the house. No, <laughs> first! We have to make the sandwich, win the competition, and then he can propose. Priorities, people! Oh my God. <laughs> Did Fernando have a ride? Look who's late to the party. Hey, big thumper. Oh, hey, little funny. <laughs> hey, lunch in the back of my throat. Excuse me, Mr. and Mrs. Thumper, big and little. Could we please get our clues so that we don't fall further behind? All right. You boys better start building a one-foot sandwich, meat and lettuce alone. Honeymoon <laughs> salad. Where does Steve come up with this stuff? All right. Two more slices of bread and we're one foot. Ooh, they're almost done. We must hustle. now deliver the sandwich to Steve, and it must be fully intact, 12 inches tall. Come on, she-holes, let's bring this thing home. And literally, because there's no dinner at the house. <laughs> Out of the way, chumps. Sandwich coming through. Who are you even talking to? There's no one in our way. I'm just practicing. You don't carry a giant sandwich in rush hour traffic without attracting chumps along the way. Hey, you gonna eat that sandwich? Out of my way, chumps. So Steve's in the backyard, there are tables set up, there's a banner that says DJ, happy 40th birthday DJ. Janet and Gia, who are helping with DJ's amazing 40th birthday race, have come into the backyard. And both Janet and Gia pull out flasks, metal flasks, and take a sip. And Gia looks at Janet and says... I have a feeling we're going to be best friends. And Janet, of course, again mentions how she's not getting paid to do this. I'm like, well, no one's forcing your hand to stay there. And here comes DJ and Kimmy and Stephanie with that sandwich. So Steve has got one of those foot measure things. So he's going to go and measure the sandwich to see if it's indeed 12 inches tall. And Steve says, ladies, you are the first team to arrive. And I'm like, well, of course, there's only two teams. And Matt and, and uh, Jimmy and Fernando are probably still at the sandwich shop. Apparently, they're an eighth of an inch short. And Steve says, oh, you'll have to go back to Uncle Monty's. You're like, no, 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 no. They're not doing that. Yeah, he says, you'll have to go back to Uncle Monty's to complete the task. 
And Kimmy pulls out what she calls bra baloney. There's a reason I never leave the house without bra baloney. And she reaches down into her shirt, and the audience just is like, ugh! And I'm just like, ugh! <laughs> Gross. And Stephanie points out, see, that's exactly why I stopped going to the beach with you. So Steve measures again, and I think they're at 12 inches. He wanted to say 12 feet, but I'm like, no. He turns to them and says, congratulations, you are the winners of DJ's amazing 40th birthday race. Well, it is her birthday, so I imagine come in with their sandwich in pieces. It's, it's not stacked like it's supposed to. They're like, oh, we have arrived first. And Steve corrects him and says, no, you have not. And Steve asks him, like, what happened to your sandwich? And Fernando says, we were attacked by pelicans. Well, pelicans gotta eat. And Jimmy says, oh, on the plus side, we are trending on YouTube. Look up three chumps attacked by birds or something like that. Oh, yeah, DJ's like, okay, enough of this. You were attacked by birds. Great. She turns to Steve and I'm like, oh, what did I win? Really <laughs> pours on the charm when she says, I can't wait to see what's going to make me love you forever. <laughs> You're going to, she's going to be so disappointed as far as. When you build something up so much in your mind, it's like you're bound to be disappointed by you just putting so much emphasis on it. And Matt, understandable question. Uh, what would the prize have been if we had won? Uh, let me guess. There wouldn't have been a prize for you. You were never meant to win. You weren't. You weren't going to win this. Yeah, and even Steve is like, dude, seriously, it was a competition for DJ's birthday. In what world were you ever going to win? Gia, Janet, thank you guys so much for your help. I could not have pulled this off without you. Well, I'm obviously not doing it for the money. <laughs> I have a hunch you and I are going to be best friends. Oh, troublesome Gia. Kimmy, you were right. I never realized the city had so many chumps. <laughs> Spoken like someone who's never been on Tinder. <laughs> Ladies, you're the first team to arrive. <laughs> now let's measure your sandwich and see how you did. Ooh, you are still an eighth of an inch short. You're going to have to go back to Uncle Monty's to complete the task. Not so fast. There's a reason why I never leave the house without raw bologna. Ew. <laughs> Oh, they're so grossed out. Same as me. <coughs> that is exactly why I stopped going to the beach with you. <laughs> Congratulations! You are the winners of DJ's amazing 40th birthday race. <laughs> we come right first! No, you haven't. No, clearly you have not. <laughs> and what happened to your sandwich? On the upside, we are trending on YouTube. Look up three chunks attacked by birds. Yeah, yeah, you were attacked by birds. What do I win? I can't wait to see what's going to make me love you forever. Just out of curiosity, what would the prize have been if we had won? Dude, it was a competition for DJ's birthday, and what world were you ever going to win? Instead of going... Everybody, please gather around. Uh, everybody wins. Everybody. 
So, Steve takes DJ's hand and leads her over to basically where that stage, where that big curtain is. He says, Deej, I've loved you from the first day I laid eyes on you. And he tells her, nothing brings me more happiness than seeing you happy. And, of course, Kimmy and Stephanie are like, oh my gosh, here it comes. I gotta get this on camera. And Stephanie pulls out her phone. So, Steve continues, DJ Fuller, I wanted to make this a really special day. And give you something that you'd always remember. I'd be like, no, it doesn't sound like he's proposing. Yeah, he, he almost does kind of make it look like he's going to propose because he's down on one knee. But he's like, oh, sorry, I gotta tie my shoe. Steve says, happy birthday, Deej. I give you your kids on the block. Oh, he says, I give you your kids on the block. Granted, Ramona isn't DJ's child, but still. We got Tommy and Max and Jack, Ramona and Jackson and, and Cosmo. And DJ is taking all this in as the kids are dancing. She says, oh, my lip sync. This is adorable. And Kimmy says, I think we, to Stephanie, she says, I think we may have miscalculated about the proposal. And Stephanie says, uh, you think? So I really like what the kids are wearing, especially Max and Ramona. Max is wearing a white sleeveless hooded, basically a sleeveless hoodie that looks like it's got like a barcode across the front with like people in black and white like walking across. Ramona is wearing a... Tank, a white tank top over a black tank top, but then she's also wearing overalls. And then Jackson's got a sleeveless jean jacket with a red hood attached. He's got a black backwards cap on. And he's wearing a shirt that is black and yellow stripes across with might be New Kids on the Block picture. I'm not sure. But that doesn't sound like New Kids on the Block, so I, I don't know. I understand they do have Tommy kind of off to the side, whether he's being played by Dashiell or Fox Messett, one of the twins who share the role of Tommy Fuller Jr. Because he, they do kind of have him away from the other kids, you know, Elias and uh, Sonny and Michael. So that way he's, because as a young kid, he really... I don't think he's there yet with taking dirt. I mean, this is a lot even for the older kids to do, but it's just like, like kind of keep him out of the way. Just have him do something simple, like kind of like uh, shuffling his feet from side to side or swaying side, something like that. But there is a good five feet of distance. Like he is on like the edge of the stage. So that way, yeah. But I just, I don't think that he would be able to, Either of the boys would be able to handle, like, a whole dance routine. That's why he's kind of off to the side there. And afterwards, Steve asks, what did you think? And she says, well, I can't say that I was expecting it. Because Stephanie and Kimmy built up this whole, he's going to propose, he's going to propose. And she kept saying, no, he's not, no, he's not. And then she starts to slowly believe it and it's like see that's what happens when you build something up in your mind that may or may not happen and then you feel disappointed when it doesn't did you 
I've loved you from the first day I laid eyes on you. Nothing brings me more happiness than seeing you happy. Here it comes. I gotta get this on camera. DJ Fuller, I wanted to make this a really special day and give you something that you'd always remember. Sorry, I just gotta tie my shoe. Happy birthday, Deej. I give you your kids on the block. afternoon and DJ sitting at the kitchen table by herself. Kimmy and Stephanie come in and ask DJ if he's okay. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. I just, I feel stupid. It's like, I, I mean, I understand. She built that up in her mind. You know, for the longest time she was just saying like, no, 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 Stephanie, Kimmy, you're wrong. He's not proposing. And they kept just repeating it like oh yeah he's gonna propose getting her all excited and getting her hopes up and she's kind of set her up herself up for being disappointed she i think she really i mean she'd enjoyed what the kids put on but i think she would have liked it more if she hadn't been building up this whole he's gonna propose thing in her mind and kimmy doesn't really help when she says hey who hasn't gotten bummed when they thought they were getting proposed to but instead Instead, it was child and animal knockoffs of her favorite boy band. Yeah, and, and DJ just says, you know, I just feel foolish, you know, thinking that Steve was going to propose. And she's like, you know, I mean, I mean, that was so sweet and so perfect. And I'm thinking, I think Steve would rap. I mean, I loved how he ended up proposing to her with Danny there, and Joey, and Jesse, and everything like that. I just, I thought that was so sweet. And of course, he'd probably want her whole family there to witness this proposal. And even, yeah, especially, you know, asking Danny permission to marry DJ. And DJ adds, you know, it just wasn't what I thought was coming. And Stephanie says, DJ, I'm sorry, look, it's not your fault. Like, we built this all up here. <laughs> Kimmy says, yeah. And Stephanie says, it's Kimmy's. Yeah, that's right. She was the one who brought the whole proposal thing. And, you know, Stephanie and Kimmy sit down on either side of DJ. As Stephanie says, you know, I, I'm so sorry that we whip you up into such a frenzy. But it was just, it was creative, this whole birthday race thing. Just it, definitely it was creative. And, you know, he put a lot of work into it. You know, he got help from Gia and, um... Janet and everything like that to help kind of pull this whole thing off. I mean, someone who puts a lot of effort into something like that, it's just, just to make your day special, it's just, that's amazing. 
And Kimmy says, oh, and we ate both half of uh, both your ice creams. <laughs> and Stephanie says, yeah, and drank half your wine. <laughs> and Stephanie says, okay, fine, all of it. And DJ says, you know, guys, look, it's nobody's fault. When I walked in here this morning saying I was 40 and happy, I meant it. She adds, you know, proposal or no. I mean, yeah, she walked in there that morning not really thinking, oh, Steve's going to propose and all this stuff. And DJ adds, you know, and if Steve and I get married one day, that would be really great, but my happiness doesn't depend on it. Stephanie tells her, well, I couldn't agree more, and we will always be here for you. Aww. And they all hug, like, oh, we love you, DJ. And DJ says, oh, I love you guys. And they all have a little sideways. It's just so sweet. I love, I love their bonding. Just, And I like that Kimmy and Stephanie have gotten closer, especially, you know, since Kimmy took on the role of carrying Stephanie and Jimmy's baby. She wolf high kicks as they pull back their chairs. Oh, this is going to be painful. Yeah, and they do a little high kick saying, she's 40! And Kimmy pulled something in her side. Oh, boy. An old cop injury. Kimmy, when were you ever a cop? Never. <laughs> Stephanie says, hey, let's go get you some of Gia's punch. Ha, ha, ha. Kids were so adorable. I just feel stupid. Hey, who hasn't gotten bummed when they thought they were getting proposed to, but instead it was child and animal knockoffs of our favorite boy bands? <laughs> just feel foolish for thinking that Steve was going to propose. I mean, that was so sweet and so perfect. It just wasn't what I thought was coming. Deej. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. Yeah, it's Kimmy's. <laughs> in all seriousness, I am so sorry that we whipped you into such a frenzy. Yeah, and we ate both of your ice creams. <laughs> and drank half your wine. <laughs> okay, fine, all of it. <laughs> Guys, it's no one's fault. <clears throat> when I walked in here this morning thinking I was 40 and happy, I meant it. Proposal or no. And if Steve and I get married one day, that would be really great, but my happiness doesn't depend on it. Well, I couldn't agree more. And we will always be here for you. We love you, Deej. Oh, I love you guys. She will high kick. She will high kick. come in and DJ tells him oh you guys that was so amazing thank you so much for such a wonderful birthday present and Ramona says oh I'm glad you liked it and for the record you're the only person I would ever put on a boy band outfit for and Jackson apologizes for Cosmo like sorry about Cosmo's choreography he only showed up to half the rehearsals as he wanted to be Donnie Wahlberg and Max says, but I am clearly the Donnie of this group. And 
DJ, of course, knows about the whole gum in the hair situation because she says, Max, you and I are going first thing in the morning to get that gum out of your hair. We're going to go to the barber. And Max is surprised, like, wait, how did you know? And DJ says, because I'm your mother. And <laughs> she adds, and because Max Fuller is wearing a bandana. of the choreography. He only showed up to half the rehearsals. <laughs> he wanted to be Donnie Wahlberg, but I am clearly the Donnie of this group. By the way, Max, you and I are going to the barber first thing in the morning to get that gum out of your hair. Wait, how did you know? Because I'm your mother. And because Max Fuller is wearing a bandana. <laughs> It's later that night, and DJ and Steve are in the backyard, and she says, thank you, Steve, for a wonderful birthday. Thank you for every everything that you've done. And Steve says, I'm really glad you feel that way, but it's not quite over yet. He says, I still have one more surprise for you under that sheet. <laughs> and DJ says, oh, it's not... Janet and Gia pretending to be salt and pepper, is it? <laughs> Steve says, you're going to find this hard to believe, but it's even better than that. And he pulls off the blue sheet, and she's surprised to see a telescope. He's like, you're going to need to... You're going to need this to see the real gift. Take a look. Let me guess, he bought her a star. Did he buy her a star? I can't remember. So he said, tell her, you see that cluster of stars? Well, that bright one right in the center is now officially known as DJ. That's so sweet! She gasps, and she looks up and says, oh, we're a star! That is so adorable! I'm sure there are so many stars in the sky that... Nobody can have the same star named after. I mean, yeah. And Steve tells her, so now, no matter what happens here on Earth, that'll be there forever. Like my love for you. Oh, my heart. I love them both so much. Yeah, she says, this was perfect. Thank you for making my 40th a day I will never forget. Oh, I hope mine is a day I'll never forget. For good reasons, of course. We'll see. I don't know. Maybe Jeremy has something up his sleeve that I don't know about. We'll see. <laughs> Although, if I bank on that and he doesn't, I'm going to feel very disappointed. Steve, this has been such a wonderful birthday. Thank you for everything that you've done. I'm really glad you feel that way, but it is not quite over yet. Okay, I still have one more surprise for you under that sheet. Oh, it's not Gia and Janet pretending to be salt and pepper, is it? <laughs> You're going to find this hard to believe, but it's even better than that. <laughs> oh, a telescope? You need it to see the real gift. Take a look. What am I looking at? Okay, so you see that cluster of stars? The bright one right in the center is now officially known as DJ. So now, no matter what happens here on Earth, that'll be there forever. Like my love for you. This was perfect. Thank you for making my 40th a day. I will never forget. Aww. 
right, so that is the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. So, best outfit for this episode, uh, as far as the kids go, I would definitely say Max with his white sleeveless hoodie and bandana, and then Ramona's overalls with the white and black tank top underneath, and... As far as the guy, I mean, I really liked Matt. I mean, Matt Fernando and Jimmy were wearing red, you know, DJ's amazing 40th birthday race shirts. But I liked Matt, actually. He had, like, uh, sleeveless. Like, he cut the sleeves off. And, of course, his muscles were exposed. Like, I don't know. I like that. I like that. It was creative. He went with it. So... I would have to say definitely Tanner Teachable moment for this episode is going to be don't build something up in your mind like you're expecting something to happen someone's you know for a big event or something something when you build something up in your mind so much and it turns out not to be what you expect you end up being disappointed, and that really stinks for the person that's going out of their way to do something for you. Like, oh, it wasn't what I expected, but I, yeah, just don't, don't, do, that's not really fair, right? So, all right, so, again, happy birthday to Candace Cameron Bure, and I will be back this Friday with... Season 4 of Full House is Shape Up episode. So, alright. Bye-bye, everybody. If you want to email the podcast, you can do so at omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com. And if you haven't yet and you want to, leave a review in honor of the podcast three-year podcast anniversary. You can do so. Just go to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, search Full House Podcast, Fuller House Podcast, the All My Atlantic, Bleach Lupus Podcast will show up. Click on where it says leave a review and leave a review. Have fun with it. Use emojis if you want to. Put your favorite episode up there. If you got a trivia, if you want to stump me with a trivia question from either show, go for it. So, alright, everyone have a wonderful rest of the week. And welcome to spring and welcome to April. Bye-bye.